0: Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today's episode is all about coming up with an idea for your podcast. I often get emails from people who listen to this show who are trying to get as much of a sense of podcasting before they kick things off as they possibly can so they jump in the deep end in a more prepared way. Good on you. Little audio high five but they are still not sure about exactly what they want to podcast about. This makes total sense because at the moment, everybody seems to be wanting to jump on the podcasting bandwagon. And that often comes before a concept. So if you are thinking, I definitely want to do a show, but I'm just not sure what it would be about, then I'm going to take you through a couple of exercises that can really help you refine your idea or come up with one from nothing if you need to. And also test that idea a little bit, give it a bit of a stress test, because one of the things about having an idea, because you're going to be putting it out into the ether and you can do as much preparation as possible in terms of thinking about the idea and your audience, but really you don't know if the content is going to resonate with people until you actually have it out there and see if people have an appetite for what you're putting into the world. So it's very important that you approach that idea in the most prepared way possible, so that you know the idea has legs, so that you can keep on churning out episodes every week without pulling your hair out, and that you can be passionate about it for a long time. Because if you're not passionate about it, your audience is never going to be passionate about it. So the more preparation you do before you press record on your first episode, the better setup you're going to be for success when you do get started. So let's have a think about how to come up with an idea that you love, but also that an audience will love. The very first thing that I want you to do is get out a piece of paper and and I want you to divide it into two. On one column on the left, you're going to put everything that you love, that you are super passionate about. So what do you love doing in your spare time? What do you love learning about? What do you like reading books on, listening to podcasts on? If money wasn't a problem and you could do whatever you wanted, what would you do with your days? What are your hobbies that you love doing? Have a think about all of the things that really drive you and that you have a serious interest in and just write those. Down Now, there are obviously for a lot of us going to be some interesting things that maybe you don't think would turn into a podcast or a business, but write those things down as well. If you are a mad bandit for macrame and you think to yourself, well, there's never going to be a podcast in that. How do you know? You don't know. Write it down on the list. All of the things that you love to spend time doing, talking about learning, that's the stuff that is going to be fuel for a show that will be best by you. When you're going through this list of your passions, that's what we're trying to find. We're trying to find the sort of nobody else could do this but you idea that will mean you'll not only love the content, you'll be able to sell it well, you'll have the requisite expertise and understanding and knowledge that you need to actually communicate that. So don't worry if ideas seem too ridiculous or small. This is really just a brain dump exercise. You want to put as many things down down in that column of passions and things that you love as possible and don't give it much thought just let it roll out of your mind and onto the page. In the second column you're going to put your expertise or what you're good at. Now this isn't just a what you're doing in your career kind of expertise. These are personality things as well. So things that your friends and family would say about you. This stuff can include I'm really funny. <laughs> I am good at public speaking, I'm good at entertaining people, I'm really good at teaching people things, I'm great with kids, any of those kind of things that will describe the things that you as a person have gotten good at in your life will really help you work out what you'd be good doing a show on. So, for example, for me, my area of expertise would be radio, media, television, podcasting, entertaining people. I've been doing that for years, teaching people. When I started this podcast and this business, you know, I did this exercise as well, and I'd been teaching at a radio and podcasting school for a couple of years, and I was really, really loving it and I was really good at it. So that was one of the things that I put down on my list and it was one of the reasons why PodSchool, this podcast and my online course was born because I realized that it was a perfect matchup of my experience in media and teaching and my passion for helping people out and also podcasting and radio and that kind of stuff. So we're really looking for an intersection across your passion and expertise. So again, with this expertise and experience column. Write everything, absolutely everything. One great thing to ask yourself if you're sitting there thinking, what am I good at? Is what do people ask you about? Before I started this business, I was actually toying with starting a health and fitness business because Uh, don't worry. I'm, I'm not taking selfies of myself in bike shorts. I'm not one of those types, but I've always had a real love for health and fitness. And, um, because I'm an allergy kid, who's allergic to just about everything, I would always get asked questions from people who were starting on a gluten-free diet or who were trying to lose weight or get healthy about how they could change their diet or what exercise was really good. And I thought, gosh, I'm not trained in this, which is always a little bit problematic, I think, in those spaces. But it was certainly something that a lot of people were asking me. And because I wasn't trained and because I obviously worked in media rather than the fitness space, I probably wouldn't have thought about it as an option for something that I might be able to turn into a show or a business because it wasn't sort of how I saw myself that was such a fundamental part of my life but it was a habit it was my hobby was exercising and fitness and it wasn't necessarily something I'd spent much time focusing on even though subconsciously I really enjoyed it and found it quite interesting so have a think about the things that people come up and ask you all the time and the stuff that they want your advice on because that can really open up some doors to great content opportunities another good example at work at mum Mamma Mia, we've just started a beauty podcast called You Beauty, and it's hosted by Lee Campbell, who's our executive editor at Mamma Mia, but also has been a beauty journalist for 15 years. And that idea really sprung out of seeing how many people went to her desk to ask her questions about products. And you realize, okay, there's a show in that because obviously that's something that people are really interested in and they want to know more about. So think about the things that people ask you. After you have jotted down as many ideas as you possibly can in the passion column and the expertise column, and again, this doesn't need to be done in one sitting, it's probably best if you do, but you can always add to this list as you're going. So maybe write one and then keep it somewhere safe and just keep on adding as you think. Because the other thing is that you have to realize ideas can often take a while to percolate. Most ideas that I've had that I have ended up executing, there has been a period of months, maybe even longer than that, prior to actually starting it where I've really let that idea marinate. I've taken it out and shared it with people and seen what the reaction is. I've tried to get a sense of whether after a few months I'm still passionate about it. So don't feel like you need to knock this over in one sitting. It's great to start the process, but then to give yourself a little bit of time to really sit with an idea and see if it works because... Once you start, you want that to have a long life. And so the more prepared you are and the more you've thought about it, the better it'll be in the long run. So once you've got those two columns down, I want you to sit down and actually link up with arrows anything in the passion column that matches with the expertise column. So for example, something in my columns, uh, that's a good example of how my show, You've Got to Start Somewhere started is that I am very passionate about interviewing people. I love that. I really, really enjoy it. I get a huge kick out of it. And I also have experience and expertise in the media industry. I've been working in media for over 16 years. Now, that was a perfect marriage for my show, You've Got to Start Somewhere, because I had a lot of media contacts. I had a lot of friends in the business. I knew because people asked me all the time about how I got into media that people were really interested about those sort of origin stories and how you get into the media industry. And I loved interviewing people. So that was a no-brainer of a match-up there for me in terms of passion and expertise. And that's how that show was born. Similarly with pod school, I had a real passion for teaching and I had expertise in podcasting and radio. So that was an easy matchup between those two things. So sit down and think about what in your passion column matches with your experience column. The sweet spot of your idea is really going to be a mixture of those two things because you will have the gravitas and the knowledge to actually deliver the content, but also the passion to keep on doing it. It is so important because podcasting is a huge commitment that you really love what you're doing. Otherwise, those weeks are going to roll around real quick and you're going to be thinking "Ugh." Do I really have to come up with something else to say? So match up those columns, pick your top three and, you know, write them out in some way so that it makes sense. So an interview show about how people got into media might be my sentence for you've got to start somewhere or teaching people about podcasting on a podcast would be a great example of what the sentence would be for this show. Then take those top three and on separate pieces of paper, pop your little sentence at the top and then under there, Try and list out as many ideas for topics as you possibly can and those topics will end up translating into episodes set yourself a goal of 52 it's a huge number and you'll probably not make it there but that would be a year's worth of content and obviously these aren't hard and fast you're not going to sort of have these ideas and then not refine them this is just to see if you sitting down in front of a piece of paper can easily spew out a bunch of ideas about this topic if you get to 10 20 you're on to something if you can't come up with two Let's just scratch that and put it in the bin. Coming up with ideas is a huge part of your podcast. So it's very important that you really can easily reel off ideas. Of course, when you get into the meat and potatoes of the actual show, you're going to spend more time researching, but you want something that opens up the idea tap pretty easily. So this exercise can often show you where the content opportunities lie and which ideas are maybe not so great and should be sort of left to the maybe later pile. Another good exercise is once you've found the ideas that you think, okay, there's a lot of content here and maybe you've just got one idea and that's absolutely scrapped everything else. And you think, great, this is the thing that I want to do. That's fantastic. We can pop that in our pocket and I'll talk you through some of the things you can do after that. If you've still got a couple of ideas, maybe you've got two that seem equally as good content wise, sit down and write a pros and cons list for both. Think about what it would take to get the idea up and running. Think about whether you could do it by yourself or whether you would need a co host and whether that's actually feasible. Think about whether there are competitors in the market that are already doing it that it might be really hard to sort of get around. If there are shows that already exist in the market, I always advise sort of finding, if it's at all possible, a niche within that market. If you are a health and fitness person and you're trying to compete with big name health and fitness types, it's probably going to be really hard, especially if you don't already have a profile. If you've got a really big profile and people are interested in what you do already, then it's a no-brainer. You've got an audience there ready to go. But if you're just starting out and you're trying to build that profile, then maybe it's best to have a niche within that topic so that it appeals... Yes, to potentially a smaller amount of people, but people who will be passionately looking for your content. So will be really happy when they find it. So once you've got that ideas list, the pros and cons should help you if you're still fighting it out between two. Take your single idea and come up with an elevator pitch. And that's really just a wanky way of saying what's your one-sentence way of describing it. So for me, you've got to start somewhere. It's an interview show where I talk to well-known media personalities about how they got into the business. When I first came up with that idea, I sat on it for a while. I wanted to see whether I still liked the idea in a while, but also whether people I told liked it. I only told a few people, but the people that I told, I really respected their opinions. And the response that I got every time was, that's a great idea for a show. That's a great idea for a show. If you tell people over a course of time and you're getting a good response back, that's usually a sign that you're on to something. But also, you will notice when you tell people whether you're excited or whether you're a bit embarrassed. Sometimes I've had ideas as well where I think to myself, oh, God, do I say this? Is it a good idea? When you're starting to think that about your own idea, well, just scrap it. (laughs) Just leave it because you're never going to sell it and you're never going to love it. So that's usually a good sign if you tell some people about it. A, whether you're really excited to tell people about it and you're proud of the idea and B, whether you're getting a great response back. So that's often something I advise, just sitting on the idea once you've gone through the pros and cons, once you've worked out that there's an idea that has a lot of content and legs, then put it in your pocket. And work out whether you're still passionate about it. Ideas are a bit like tattoos sometimes. You know, I'm always so glad that I never actually committed to getting a tattoo because all of the tattoos that I wanted in my time, I was over in about five minutes. And somehow, by the grace of some higher power, I didn't end up going through with it. And often... Ideas are the same. We love them. We think they're so great. We definitely want to do them. And then a month and a half later, we're like, that was the worst idea I've ever come up with. It can be a moment in time. So sit on things, let them marinate, work out whether you're still passionate about them, work out whether other people really like the idea. And then when you feel like, yes, okay, I am now absolutely itching to get this idea out and down and recorded and into the ether, then you know you've got something that is going to stand the test of time, but that also you are going to really love doing every single week. I hope that has helped you work out how to come up with the idea for your show. I will put examples of these exercises and a written explanation on the show notes page, which you can find at podschoolpodcast.com. Just type idea into the search bar and it'll pop up. And if you would like a bit more help coming up with your idea and then turning it into a show, then make sure you check out my online podcasting course, Podschool. You can find that at podschool.com.au. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you next week. And until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today.